0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad free over Patreon.com slash Inspired Disorder. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. This is my top five Fast and the Furious films from the Fast and Furious franchise. A franchise that I've re- recently revisited. Uh, although I have not seen F9 yet, despite that being in theaters, I have not yet been able to get out to the theater to watch it. Uh, however, I did binge watch the entire franchise, including the spinoff uh, films uh, and even ones unintentionally uh, part of the franchise, uh, specifically Better Luck Tomorrow. Uh, so this is my top five Fast and the Fury franchise. For those that don't know the Fast and the Furious franchise, I'm sure you do. Uh, this is the fr- it's, it's an amazing franchise in general. To where it came from when it started, car culture was huge at the time. I was working at the movie theater when this franchise started, when the first movie came out. And I remember the movie theater lobby. We had uh, people, local kids who had cars that were all fixed up. Racing culture was big at the time. Um, this was just out of high school for me. Uh, the, I mean, the first film came out in 2001. I graduated in 1999. Um so it was big, the car culture thing, and to have a film, an action film, kind of uh, embrace that culture, that car culture, uh, is awesome. And also having uh, one of the first uh, franchises, film franchises to have a racially diverse cast of people, um, which was also something that you don't see in most franchises. But then also the life of this franchise has gone through a lot of changes. Uh, the fact that it became a franchise, that there's a Fast and the Funest universe, is something that uh, really was orchestrated in a large part, I would say, by Justin Lin, uh, the director who s- took over most of the franchise starting off with Tokyo Drift. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into my top five, and I'll talk more about the different films Uh, As they come up. But starting off with my number five uh, of the Fast and the Furious franchise is the original. It is the Fast and the Furious. The OG, the number one film in the franchise, comes in at my number five. Uh, This is the origins of the story, the heart of the story with Dom and Brian. Uh, It is a lot like Point Break. Uh, basically, instead of surfers, they're car guys. Instead of an FBI agent, Paul Walker's character is LAPD. Uh, but he's still going undercover to infiltrate these car guys who are, who are suspected to be causing crimes. Uh, you know, basically hijacking uh, or being pirates on the 10 freeway uh, between Arizona and LA, the 10 big stretch of 10 freeway out in the desert. Uh, these car, this group of car vigilantes, I guess they're not vigilantes, these car pirates, uh, go and they steal DVD players or TV VHS combos. Um, or in some cases, in some versions of this movie, they're doing gasoline. Uh, but they're a group of criminals. And, uh, this is the, the story of how they all became, obviously, uh, You know, this story goes in different areas. But this is... I I really enjoy this. And it's something that the franchise, for the most part, has stayed true to, is the, the camaraderie between these people, but also the love of the cars and the car talk. And just the... You know that these people understand cars. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know cars enough to know if they are to recognize if they are saying accurate things. But that being said... This is the first film that really is the pioneer of uh, automotive action superhero kind of movies. Uh, And it's pre-superhero stuff. This is like they're just doing basic crimes. Uh, And then also going out to uh, competitions like Race Wars, which is a competition that they have, uh, which is strangely titled. Uh, but I remember there being, uh, for the car, I was never into cars, but, I, you know, there was a lot of kids in my grade that were and had, you know, their modified cars, and they would go out to abandoned uh, airports and, and do races, which, you know, a lot of this movie was a lot of that. And uh, so, yeah, Fast and the Furious, because it's the original, because it... It is so much of the heart of this film with Dom and his family uh, that that comes in at number five. My number four film in the of my top five Fast and the Furious film franchise is Tokyo Drift: The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, which is one of the what I would call spin-off movies of the franchise. This was the third film in the franchise. This was a film. Uh, the first one directed by Justin Lin, who I feel is the the heart and soul. Uh, aside from Vin Diesel, I say Justin Lin is uh, one of the biggest parts of this franchise. One of the biggest reasons why this franchise is around. Uh, you know this this movie coming off of Too Fast, Too Furious, which was in itself a spinoff. I mean that one followed Paul Walker's character on a different story out in Miami, uh, where we're we're. Introduced to his friend Rome, Roman, uh, who becomes part of the crew later on. Uh, but Tokyo Drift uh, shows car culture in Tokyo, and uh, the drifting culture, which all these movies throughout the franchise take time, in most of them, some of the, the newer ones not so much, but they take time to show the different cal- cal- car cultures around the world. Like not only just the car culture in Southern California and and what that was and just California and, and or American car culture in general, but then you go to Tokyo and you see completely different cars driving in completely different ways. One of the most beautiful aspects of Tokyo drift are the chase scenes and the car action moments where you're seeing these cars like effortlessly drift around normal traffic. Uh, it's just, it, it really made the driving beautiful. Uh, and also was a good story. You're seeing Han. This is his kind of side story, which apparently this was the third film to be released in the franchise. But in the narrative, in the timeline of the film, which when I rewatched the entire franchise, I watched it in uh, the order, like the, not the order of they were released, but the order in which, the story takes place. So, in the story of the Fast Saga, Tokyo Drift uh, takes place after. I want to say after Fast Six or Fast and the Fury Six, maybe Fast Five. I can't remember. Uh, no, is it yeah after Fast Six is uh, is the yeah is the uh, is the where it takes place so fast fast and the furious 6 uh takes place and then after that after fast and the furious 6 there's a scene hans like i gotta go to tokyo he's been talking about going to tokyo in a few of the franchises and uh this was him in tokyo now he's a lot younger in tokyo drift because it was filmed a lot sooner but i think in an effort to make the entire franchise make more sense because at the time when when tokyo drift came out there was no thought of this I mean, the fact that Vin Diesel is like an afterthought in this movie. Paul Walker, not even mentioned. Vin Diesel ends up in the, the end of, of, uh, of Tokyo Drift, which really makes sense. The, the fact that it takes place after Fast and the Furious 6 makes a lot of sense. Um, and then what happens with Fast and Furious 7 uh, adds a lot to, to that as well, especially for Han. Uh, but yeah, this, this fa- Tokyo Drift, I would say is one of the, I would call it a spinoff because it's, it's focused on characters that aren't central to the story of Fast and the Furious. So I would say Tokyo Drift, I would say too fast, too furious in a lot of ways, even though it, it, it is Paul Walker's character and, uh, Tyrese, uh, his character, um, on a thing. Um, and then of course Hobbs and Shaw is like a spinoff. Uh, film, I would say. And then if you really want to go deep uh, into the Han story, I would highly recommend checking out uh, the film uh, Better Luck Tomorrow. Uh, it is dr- It was one of the first films directed by Justin Lin. Uh, Han, the character Han, is in that movie, drives a vintage Mustang. Uh, Justin Lin said in interviews that in a way it is the, the origin story for Han. Uh, and in a lot of ways, it does. It's the perfect origin story for Han. So I would, if you're into that Han storyline, I would highly recommend checking out Better Luck Tomorrow. Uh, it's a great movie in general. Not as much to do with driving, but it is criminal. It is like the beginning of his criminal activity um, and his first crew, as it were. Uh, but Tokyo Drift coming in at my number four pick. I just love where that. I love how different the driving is. I love how it added uh, a layer to the story that they they later had to come to grips with. But uh, I, I really enjoyed that film, and I enjoy what Justin Lin has done with the franchise. Uh, but coming in at number three, my number three pick of my top five Fast and Furious films is Fast and Furious 6. So this is the film that takes place uh, in the timeline just before Tokyo Drift. This is the film where... The franchise has uh really turned the notch as far as uh making it an over-the-top action film. They are uh getting closer and closer to the atmosphere of superhero-ness. Uh but there is some amazing action scenes in this one. This in uh Fast and the Furious 6, uh they go to UK. This is a thing where they are being employed by the government, uh, being employed by uh, The Rock's character, uh, Hobbs to help him uh, because they there is uh, a criminal out in the UK called Shaw that's that is wreaking havoc, and they need the Fast and the Furious crew to help out. And some of the leverage that they use is Letty, who supposedly died uh, a couple episodes, couple uh movies ago uh is back possibly back they don't know but that's that's the thing that they get to entice dom and his crew is that letty might still be alive and also with all of these it's like oh we'll give you this job if you complete this job for us we'll wipe your records clean it's like that is something that's used in almost every fast and the furious film which is completely fine uh which is something that makes it you know, gives them, in, you know, incentive to want to do these jobs, not just money, because they have money from their jobs. They know how to make money, uh, but to get their records cleared is always something that that extra entices them. Uh, but in this one, it's it's finding Letty. Uh, you're introduced to Shaw, who is a brother to another uh, Shaw brother that that comes becomes part of the franchise. Uh, this one has a crazy scene where Shaw. Uh, Steals a tank and is going down the freeway, running over innocent uh, civilians in the tank, just destroying them. Uh, Letty has uh, amnesia, so she doesn't know Dom, and Dom's trying to save her. And it's just got some insane action moments, insane action moments, uh, which are a lot of fun. Uh, and the kind of the the gang out in the UK is a lot of fun as well. Uh, let me see what else happened in that uh, that episode. Um, oh, this is also this is also the moment in the franchise where uh, Corona becomes a big part. Like before that, Corona wasn't as big. I mean, they were drinking Corona in the first one during the house party. I think maybe there was one mention of Corona. But this is the one where like Corona becomes like a staple of the franchise. And then I think it's also the I believe it is the the origin of Dom talking about family. Uh, I mean that that being a real big theme of the franchise as well. Uh, But yeah Fast and Furious 6 is a great uh, it's one of those newer ones where it has crazy action moments. But it's still Like, they're not full superheroes yet, right? Because eventually it gets there, and I'll have my opinions on that. But this one, it's still mildly like you can still kind of see these things happening now. Granted, there's the scene where Dom throws himself out of his car, like Letty gets uh, thrown off the tank on this freeway, and Dom like drives his car off the 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 thing and grabs her in midair and, like, lands on the windshield of a car and somehow he's okay. I mean, clearly there's some things that are standard action movie uh, realities that you have to, like, really, really set reality aside for a minute to go along with. But it's not quite at the level of full superhero. Uh, so coming in number three, that is Fast and the Furious 6. My number two pick is Furious 7. This is the film that comes after Tokyo Drift. This is the film that uh you see how I guess in the in the post credit sequence for Fast 6 you see uh that sh- the Shaw brother uh killed Han in Tokyo uh because he's getting revenge for uh the Fast and the Furious crew uh you know injuring his brother like his brother there's a scene uh in a later film which i don't know if it's uh furious 7 or fate of the furious where the shaw brother is they are joined together on a mission kind of to get redemption uh but furious 7 is one that's really dealing with a lot this movie is trying to uh reckon with the han storyline It's trying to fold in this new big character, uh, Shaw, being played by Jason Statham. Um, You know, they still have The Rock, who has become part of the Fast and the Furious team on some levels. Uh, This is also... um, Letty is still not fully, uh, you know, remembering her past... And this is also a film that's reckoning with the actor Paul Walker's death. Uh, And because of all of those things, highly emotional film, at the end of the film, I was in tears. Uh, It is the only Fast and the Furious film that really made me emotional at all. Uh, And it's clearly because of uh, Paul Walker's death. And, uh, he, I mean, you can definitely tell that uh, something happened watching this film because paul walker's character in this film is very much a side character where dom and and letty and also the rock i mean i guess the rock is this the one where he's in the cast or is yeah this is the so the rock is kind of got injured and he's in a hospital with a cast so he's not really on the mission with these guys but ends up towards the end, helping out. And this one, it gets a little bit more, even so, even more so, uh, like more superhero Like this one, they go to Abu Dhabi and they have a car that they're trying to get away from a billionaire. And the only way to get this car out is they end up driving this car, jumping it from building to building. Which is just a crazy... I mean, the action is just ramped up even more in Furious 7. And I think it's the movie, the last movie. I haven't seen the newest one, but in comparison to The Fate of the Furious, I think it's the the last one before it goes full superhero. Uh, And, you know, Furious 7 is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I mean, they're they're being hunted by Shaw, uh, so it's kind of a different... Like, they're not on a mission necessarily to do a thing. I mean, they are on a missions to do stuff, but the missions aren't the focal thing. Like, they're not the focal threat. The focal threat is Shaw tracking them down, trying to get to them. Um, great movie. Great movie. Uh, a lot of fun. It wrestles with a lot of things. A lot of stuff. Uh, crazy uh, parachuting cars is crazy. There's just a lot of craziness, crazy stunts at this this movie has, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was a lot of fun. And the way they were able to wrap it up and get emotional, and all that is number seven. It's a really great action film with a lot of heart. So that's my number two, Fury 7. My number one Fast and the Furious film, which is, a, is probably a popular number one for a lot of people, that movie is Fast 5 my number 1 fast and the furious film this is a film where the movie starts to change gears this is where justin lin after in fast 4 was it no fast and furious is a movie that comes out after that's released after Tokyo Drift and this is a film where justin lin is given the reins of the the franchise and is trying to get everything back to where it was. And in that one, I didn't like it as much. Very dark. There's a lot of dark scenes. Uh, Letty supposedly dies, and Dom and Brian are trying to separately for different reasons, trying to track down the same guy. Uh, but that one sets up everything back together. Doesn't make my list M- mainly because the action was so hard to watch. It's so dark but because of that fast five sets up perfectly fast five is uh they're in brazil uh so it's showing not necessarily brazilian car culture in uh fast was it fast seven were they in uh or is that fate of the furious fate of the furious they start in cuba to show cuban car culture uh but uh, i guess furious seven really shows car culture for the wealthy um but Fast Five is the introduction to The Rock. The Rock is a super cop who is out to get the Fast and the Furious crew. Uh, they know that they're still out there. They fled to... There's a, apparently a, a short film that sets up Fast Five and sets up uh, Dom getting his crew together uh, to do this big job. But it is. It is Fast Five is Dom bringing all of the characters from all of the other movies together. You get Han, you get Roman, you got Brian, you got everybody. You got everybody. And then it's the introduction to uh, this new threat of the super cop in the rock, uh, AKA Hobbs, And uh, it's, it's them trying to get away from this elite uh, task force that's trying to bring them down in Brazil Uh, It's got the amazing dragging of the safe uh, car chase, which is amazing. Uh, Just a great film. It's it's a film where, aside from when Shaw is trying to track down the crew, you know, because Shaw is a a, a singular person, but to have like the elite task force that that uh, the Rock is in charge of, uh, trying to show up and being formidable opponents to uh, to them. Uh, is great. It's great. It really takes the. It really for to, to put it in a car pun term. It really changes the gears. Uh, it really upshifts to a new level. New level of action movie, uh, and I love it. I, I really enjoy the movie so much. It it adds it adds so much stuff. It's still way before things get super super y but, uh, you know, still grounded in a lot of ways. Although, you know, being able to tow a safe behind cars is pretty ridiculous. But uh, still really amazing action sequences. I mean, this was the first, the first moment where you really saw this, this franchise busting out amazing action sequences that are still focused around cars. Uh, but, yeah, Fast Five, my top of the, the Fast and the Furious films. Um, let me go through my list one more time, and I'll, I'll talk about uh, you know the other the movies that didn't make the list. Uh, so number five is The Fast and the Furious. Number four is Tokyo Drift. Number three is Fast and Furious Six. Number two is Furious Seven, and number one is Fast Five. Uh, now, Too Fast, Too Furious, a movie that I hated when it came out. Rewatching it i really love fast too fast Too furious it was on my list for quite a while but didn't make it uh what fast f- uh fast and furious the fourth in the franchise like i said the action moments way too dark uh the uh, it, it was it was a, like there's moments where they're driving through like hidden tunnels under mountains that just just bad cgi in the dark just really not that great uh, but Fast Five, they really, really, ch- it, like, uh, 180, complete 180. It was amazing. It was fun. It added more to it. Uh, but anyway, so Fast, Furious, uh, Fast and Furious didn't make it, even though it was kind of like the reboot of the franchise. Um, Bait of the Furious, I did not like. That is the one where Dom... For some reason is convinced to become the bad guy to join um, the bad people, the, the Cypher who's this super hacker or whatever. Uh just too much superhero. Way too much superhero. The the fact that like the fact that, that the he betrays his family in order to save his wife and daughter uh, isn't necessarily believable. and But it does allow for Shaw. There's a moment where the Shaw brothers uh, go to kidnap his baby back. That kind of, in some ways, redeems the fact that, at least from uh, one of the Shaw brothers, um, the Jason Statham Shaw brother, like it it kind of redeems him in some way. I mean, yeah, he killed Han, but also it's like it's that character is bound by a franchise that needed to come up with creative ways to make sense of things. And uh and because of that, they have to answer for those things that they they had to creatively come up with. And I I thought it did okay. I just didn't believe dom dom becoming bad and not telling anybody uh and then also like the big action scenes that are on the ice with the submarine it just like it, it's a movie that became more of a superhero movie and less of an action movie involving cars um but yeah that's why that didn't that's why that one didn't make my list uh and that's why I didn't end up going to see F9 just because <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if the franchise if it's getting better or not. F9 is directed by uh Justin Lin, so it has more potential to be good. Um so who knows. When it when it becomes available on VOD, then I'll, I'll check it out. Uh but what's coming up I'm excited about. There's uh uh the 10th film, there's going to it's going to be a two-parter and they have spin-off films that are coming out. Uh, there's going to be a female version, apparently, of the Fast and the Furious, which I'm totally for. Gal Gadot was an awesome addition to the franchise for a minute. Uh, of course, Leticia Letty is awesome in this film uh, as a female driver. They have the, the newly acquired uh, hacker uh, as part of their team, so she, she could be you know potentially a driver at some point. Uh, but I'd love to see that, uh, a, a female Fast and the Furious. Uh, but then there's going to be a uh, Hobbs and Shaw sequel that uh, looked like uh, I w- I'd be fun. Like I, did, I, the Hobbs and Shaw film, I liked a lot more watching it again uh, after having watched all of the franchise leading up to it. Uh, but uh, still, it's not Fast and the Furious. You know, that's more of an action film where they're able to show. I mean, it does end with like cars doing crazy things. Uh, But it's not really centered around the cars like uh, most of the franchise is. Uh, But yeah, that's my top five Fast and the Furious films. One more time, number five, the Fast and the Furious, the original. My number four pick is Tokyo Drift. My number three pick is Fast and Furious 6. My number two pick is Furious 7. And my number one Fast and the Furious film is Fast 5 let me know what your fast and furious films your favorite fast and the furious films are in the the frickin comments under the the face of my page i don't know a lot of f words uh yeah let me know what your top 5 fast and the furious films are let me know if you saw fast 9 if you like it if if i made a horrible mistake uh maybe after the the part 2 of the 10th film comes out i'll do I'll revisit the franchise and uh do another a revised top five list but for now this is my top five let me know what your top five are in the comments or hit me up on social media at ray taylor bam fast and the furious it's all about family get yourself some amazing coffee over at stationhousecoffee.com and follow stationhouse coffee on instagram that's your place for small batch, single origin, premium coffee brewed in Thetford Center, Vermont, shipped directly to you. Go now to StationHouseCoffee.com and order yourself some amazing coffee. And don't forget to follow Station House Coffee on Instagram. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on IGTV, YouTube, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad free over at Patreon.com slash InspiredDisorder. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace Arch!